This podcast is brought to you by MonthlyChallenge.fit. It's like Weight Watchers better help and the biggest loser had a baby. Check it out, MonthlyChallenge.fit. Today on episode number 371 of the Logical Weight Loss Podcast, have you ever felt like this? I'm as mad as hell and I'm not going to take this anymore. Welcome to the Logical Weight Loss Podcast, where we take a no-nonsense approach to weight loss. We left our excuses in the past and we've forgiven ourselves for abusing the gift that is our bodies. From this point forward, our health is more important. We will stay focused. We will stay determined. We will sacrifice now knowing that it's not going to be easy so that we can live a better tomorrow. We understand that weight loss is a marathon, not a sprint. It's about making lifestyle changes and that the only person who can stop you is you. You know where you are now, and you know where you want to be. The new you begins today. Let's go. I just want to be thin. I don't deny it thin. I want to try it thin, but I can't buy it. Guess I'll have to do to die it thin. Not till you lie thin. I want smaller thighs thin, but I realize I guess I'll have to Welcome to the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. I'm your host, Dave Jackson, from the school of podcasting.com, and I'm mad as hell, <laughs> and I'm not going to take it anymore. Uh, if you're new to the show, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a trainer. I'm just a person like you, with you, to look at you and go, you know what? The struggle is real, and we all do our best sometimes to lose weight, and so be to be honest with you, this... This particular podcast was written, I thought if I tracked my progress, that I would somehow, you know, if I if I told you, hey, I'm up or down this week, it would somehow inspire me. And as I pull up my fitness pal, I am down 2.3 pounds from the last time we spoke. Is that correct? It says a week. Yep. All right. Well, I'll take that. And part of that is I did something, and we're going to talk about visualization today. But I did something that I was like, man, that makes me mad. And uh, we're going to talk about finding an exercise that works for you and how that actually works. But the first thing I want to get into here is, and I, I think this is helpful, just just can you go with me for just a moment? Let's say this is your situation, and maybe it is your situation. Most of your friends come from your job. You know, you're all close in age, maybe. You spend 40 hours together at least. You often go to lunch together, and in some cases, you might even hang out after work, maybe have an adult beverage. Who knows? And then they hire another new person at work, and you're like, oh, cool, another new friend, because they're also similar in age. And then you notice some characteristics about this person, and that is they seem to do things with little thoughts about, uh, you know, long-term effects, you know, what this might do for their future. And they're they're big on saying, well, hey, man, you only go around the, the ride once. You know, you only live once. So they're very short-sighted. They seem to talk negatively about many of the things that, well, you do. They seem unfocused on your company's goals and are a bit more self-centered. Again, kind of in it just for them. You try to ignore them, but it seems like every time you turn around them, there they are again. And the other thing you've noticed is, well... They seem to lie to you all the time. 
Now, think about that person, right? And you're like, wow, that sounds like a total jerk. Well, would you want to hang out with that person? I think the answer is uh, a no. I mean, how frustrating would that person be that they're all like, come on, man, you only live once. And you're like, that's that's okay. I'm good. Well, here's the thing. That person is you. And you're like, what? Yeah, you have somebody like that in you. I think we all have that person in you. We have a lot of negative talk. We've talked about negative talk in the past. We'll talk about it a little bit today. But there are times when you go, uh, you know, um, I, it just, you know, you know that talk. And we've talked about in the past how maybe even putting a voice to it. And I want to take that a little further today. But let's talk about negative talk just briefly. Number one, you have to notice it. When you start to to hear the voice in your head and they're saying things that if it was an actual person, you would be like, hey, you know what? Piss off. No. Or whatever. You punch them in the nose or whatever, right? Maybe something not quite so <laughs> violent, but you would politely tell them to leave. So notice it and notice what you're doing when you notice it. I'm going to talk about that in just a second. And then basically replace it. They say replace it with a positive talk, which sometimes is easier said than done. Because just saying positive things about you, that negative person, in the same way that you're pushing back on them, they're going to push it back on you. So when you say, you know what, I am worthy of love, there's a voice in your head that goes, are you kidding me? So they're going to push back on you. You need to push back on them. So no matter what that inner critic has told you, you do have positive traits. Now, sometimes it may take some time and some discipline to retrain yourself to see those. But today, it's all about seeing is believing. And because of our brains, we all have an automatic selective filtering system in our, you know, that basically we look for evidence in our environment that matches up with whatever we believe, you know, we, we think this is to be true about ourselves. And then we will then disregard other evidence to the contrary. So when we train our brains to see the positive things about us, you know, for the most part, I bet you're honest. I bet you're hardworking. I bet you love your kids. Well, okay, most of the time you love your kids, <laughs> right? So notice it. Notice what you're doing when you hear it. We're going to talk about that a bit. And then push back on them even though they're going to push back on you. And I read this article. I've got a link to it out in the show notes. And today you can find the show notes by going to logicalloss.com slash 371. And they said, events, better for me, I'm going to call that experience, but events plus thoughts equals emotions. And if you think about that, what happens to you, what you think about it leads to how you feel about it. And we could probably get into some pretty deep discussion about that. But I went, you know what? I'm going to take that. Yep. Because if you, you know, if something happens to you and you think that person did that to you on purpose, even though they actually didn't, you're going to lead to maybe not like that person. So your events plus your thoughts equals your emotions, how you feel. Now, why do we care about emotions? Because if our thoughts determine how we feel, that means how we habitually think, how we think about things, will determine how we habitually 
feel. So if we can change what we think about ourselves, we will change how we feel about ourselves. Are you with me? Because I was like, all right. So this is why that negative talk has got to go. And so I listened to a podcast done by some friends of mine called Hate to Wait and Hate to W-E-I-G-H-T, get its little play on the name there. And my buddy, John, calls this negative talker Grizz. He says it's like a bear that roars at him, telling him to go eat bad things. And I thought about this. We should take that negative voice and really, really try to visualize it. So for me, I'm starting to see like a, a, a person with kind of a little bit of a spiky hairdo. And maybe for some reason, I'm seeing a black kind of nylon jacket. I'm trying to really visualize this. And I think I'm going to call my negative self-talker Charlie. Why? I don't know. If your name is Charlie, I no offense. I can just hear me going, hey, Charlie, what? Piss off. So I'm going with Charlie. But think about what kind of clothes this person would wear and do your best to visualize that person. I'm actually going to look around on the internet, get some pictures, see if I can't make some sort of composite. Because that person that we described is in you. And at times is a real pain in the butt. And I think we can visualize it. We can actually visualize us going leave and seeing them walk out the door. And the idea is, if it's easier to see the negative, uh, those negative thoughts, you're like, oh, here comes frickin' Charlie again. Well, then, when you're like, wait a minute, okay, Charlie's here, he's here. I'm not going to even, like, I'm not arguing that he's here, he's here, or she's here. Maybe it's Chrissy or Karen or whatever you want to call yours again. But then pay attention to what the heck is going on. And so the other night, even though I'm down, I found myself in an ice cream parlor. Well, here's the really stupid thing. I, uh, it's one of those things I've just been in the habit of going to. Not a lot, but all it does, it takes one visit, and then I'll pick up the calendar. The calendar that shows when they have Oreo cookie ice cream, which is my favorite, which is dumb. Because if I don't know when it is, then I don't go there and I can just, it's easier, but nope, I, I brought that poison into my house. And I said, oh, look, it's the 16th or uh, 15th or whatever it was. But the other thing then, then sometimes I think we're just looking for an excuse. And um, I, there I am in the ice cream parlor and I'm thinking, okay, we're going to go with a small because Charlie's telling me go for medium. They're never, they're not going to have it for the rest of the month. You should probably go for a large. And I'm like, Hey, you know what? Piss off, Charlie. I'm going with a small, probably shouldn't even eat that. And that's when I'm like, why am I even here? Why? What? How, what's, how did I end up here? Because again, Charlie's lying to me. He's saying things like, well, one isn't going to kill you, which sounds like it's not a lie, but what he, what you need to say is no, Charlie, it won't kill me, but it's not making me go towards my goals. So I was like, okay, what, what happened? Why? What's going on with my environment right now? Why is Charlie here? And I thought about it. And I am friendly with my ex-wife. Now, when I say friendly, I don't mean in a uh, biblical thing, but we don't hate each other. I don't think we're going on vacation anytime soon, but it didn't work out. We probably shouldn't have got married in the first thing. And I think she's a great mom. She's a, a great nurse. I wish her the best. I was very happy when she found a boyfriend. But I just don't want to be married to her. 
And uh, we were we did the best we could. I'll leave it at that. But her boyfriend or something, I, again, I'm not really that uh, knowledgeable of her current situation. But she said, hey, look, uh, I lost my date for the my my work Christmas party. How would you feel about being my date? But and she even said, but this is not a date. There's nothing. Nobody's jumping anybody's bones. There's no anything with your ex here. This is I just don't want to go stag. And I because I know her, I know she really doesn't want she's not a stag kind of person. She's just one of those people that always wants somebody. And I'm like, and I, so I was kind of torn because on one hand, I wanted to help my friend. But on the other hand, there was that little voice in my head, a little different one from Charlie, uh, another different voice that said, this may not be the best idea on the planet. Not that, you know, it's just like, there's, there's, it's always slightly awkward. It could be really, really fun, but am I the only person on the planet that could fill that role? And the next thing I know, I'm in the ice cream parlor. So again, now, could I say, well, that's the excuse, blah, blah, blah. Well, that's kind of a lame excuse. But I did look at that. So why do, what's the, what's the lesson there, Dave? Well, if, if I ever get in a situation where I'm dealing with an ex or I'm dealing with a, a child who's just doing really stupid things or I'm dealing with a boss who's just a jerk or I'm, I'm trying to figure out how, what I'm going to do because there's, there's more month at the end of the money. And you're like, how's that going to work? And you find yourself buried in your refrigerator. You can go, oh, that's why I'm here. I'm actually not hungry. And that's when Charlie will say, well, all right, so you figured it out. You're not really hungry. But wouldn't you like another whatever? One isn't going to hurt. And you'll go, well, I am right here in front of the fridge. So... We, we have to be smarter than Charlie. And so the other thing I want to, on this kind of visualization thing, uh, I'm saying this is seeing is believing. I have a Wi-Fi digital scale. It's really cool. It's one of those things you, you basically step on it. It ties in with my Fitbit, ties in with everything. You know, I'm kind of a geek. And it automatically enters my weight into my fitness pal. Now, for the record, I don't get paid by my fitness pal. I've used Lose It and a bunch of other ones. I'm just, right now I'm on a my fitness pal kick. And I've actually used it on and off since 2011, and I've just decided to be on. I'm like, all right, I found one that works. You know, quit worrying about the fear of missing out if there's a better one. No, this one, this does what I want it to do. But the thing is, because I'm not entering my weight in, I don't really look at it my much. My my scale, when I step on it, shows me if I went up or down. But that's good for, like, short-term stuff, but long-term, what's going on? And I typically weigh myself daily. We've talked about that in the past. As long as you understand that your weight's going to go up and down every now and then, it's not that big a deal. But as the year is coming to an end, it's kind of like, all right, well, here I am. And he said, pulling out his phone, I am at 219.4. And I was like, okay. And I just, I, I, as I scroll down, I, I go up and down and up and down and up and down. And so I said, well, okay, so 2018, I'm not really ending where I wanted to. And I went into my fitness pal and I said, give me every bit of information you have on me going back to the very beginning of time. Well, for me, that's 2011. And I could see my, and I went in because I'm a bit of a nerd and I looked at the 
lowest I ever was each year and the highest I ever was. And in 2011, I was basically down to 210. Uh, I had gone up to approximately 220-something, probably 224-ish. The next year, 2012, I actually got down a little further. It looks like I was down to about, I don't know, 2009 or 2009, 209. And again, the highest I got up was about maybe 218. So everything came down a couple pounds. Not a huge, you know, uh, step in the right direction, but nonetheless going the right direction. 2013, not a good year. Uh, My lowest weight was way up over 210. Looks about 215. And again, my maximum weight was about 220-something, four. Go to the next year, 2014. Hey, things are going in the right direction. Again, I hit a wall about 225, but I was down to 210. 2015, hey, I'm going even better. My lowest weight was just over 200. And again, my highest weight, about 225. So it seems like when I hit 225, I kind of go, holy crap, I'm 225. And then I get dedicated. 2016 was awesome. My highest weight in 2016, because remember going into 2016, I was like 201. And my highest weight in 2016 was about 201. And I went down all the way to 190 pounds. That was two years ago. And my goal has always been 185. Depending on what you read, I love the ones that say I should weigh like 150 pounds. I'm like, I'm 6'1", okay? And, but it's always like the highest is always like 190. And I'm like, okay, let's go 185. And we'll, we'll take it from there, but let's get to 185. And I don't know what happened in 2017, because 2016 is when I got divorced, I believe. 2017, up my lowest weight went from two or from 190. Uh, we're inching closer to 200. I'm looking at like 198 probably. And my highest weight went up back to 225. So I went from my highest weight of 201 all the way up to 225. So again, this big swing, going back and hitting the wall and then coming back down. 2018, again, my lowest weight is now up. My lowest weight this year was about 212. So I went from being two, I basically, you know, each year I went from 190 to about 198, 198 to over 210. So I gained 10 pounds this year. And that's when I was like, wait a minute, let me get this straight. And again, my highest weight, somewhere around 225. So you can just see where I hit a wall and then get, and I was like, so wait a minute, let me get this straight, Dave. For the last two years, and I've been doing this podcast for a while, but the last two years while doing a weight loss show, you've gained weight. And I was like, wait a minute, what? Yeah. And it really, really made me mad. I was just like, you know what? You're right. This is stupid. You're listening to Charlie. You're not paying attention. And the other thing that, that I realized is, and you'll see here in a second, that I am going to start doing the right thing first. Because what happens is, uh, I'll give you a classic example. Saturday morning, for some reason, I told myself, you know, hey, you've been eating good all week. You're going to eat something that's not really great, but it's not that bad. There's Charlie again. It's not that bad, and that's an Egg McMuffin value meal, but I get a Coke instead of coffee. So there's tons of sugar. An egg Mc, I love just I love Egg McMuffins, and somewhere I read that they were healthy. Well, they're not. It's a better bad choice, but it's the, the hash brown that's horrendous. And so what I say is I put that into my fitness pal because I don't lie, and I'm like, all right, I'm, uh, later, later I'm going to have a good lunch and a good dinner. So you're, you're 
instead of starting off in the right direction, now you have to somehow rebound and have a, a lower lunch or a lower uh, dinner, whatever. And I'm like, no, this is not a good way to start the day. So I'm done with that. I'm done with, okay, I'll fix it later because you know what I've found? And I've got the stats smacking me dead hard in the face saying, uh, you're not fixing it later. And this is where you can't manage what you don't track, but it also you don't make any changes when you don't look at your stats and you don't literally look at you and go, that's not good. So anyway, so you don't have to wait. Do you realize it's two weeks till the end of the year? You don't have to wait two weeks to start over. So I was like, all right, I got all mad, shouted out the window and said, I really, really want to get my health in check in 2019 and not just 2019. I've made lifestyle changes. And again, this is where you got to look at the positive things. I don't drink Mountain Dew. I drink a ton of water. Uh, my, my biggest thing is ice cream. Probably when I think about it in reality, I don't, I barely eat popcorn anymore. I eat fruits and vegetables. I'm just eating too much food. I'm eating too much. And, and it's one of those things where, you know, Hey, if I'm healthier four days out of three, the majority of the time each week I'm eating healthy. Well, not really. So what am I doing? Well, I fired up an old app that I used to use called habit share Uh, We talked about this in a previous episode, and if I pull up my habit share right now, I can look at it, and it's just something I'm going to be doing that says, hey, here are the things, here are the steps you're supposed to be doing. Did the scale go down? Did I do my daily affirmations? I love those. I have an app for that. Did I take my pre-breakfast supplements? And this is something, I'm an advocate, independent representative. I don't talk about this much. I don't want to be a show where I try to sell you stuff, but if you go out to logicalloss.com slash advocare, and I'm like, you know what? I'm not even taking the stuff. And when I did, it seemed to help me lose weight. So there's a bunch of programs and there's all sorts of things you can take, especially for the beginning of the year. I'll probably talk about that next week or so. Again, I, I try not to sell a lot. Uh, and for me, I signed up to be a distributor. It's 50 bucks a year and I save tons of cash on that because I actually like their products. I really love their chocolate meal replacements. Um, and then I have my breakfast goal for, for breakfast, lunch, and dinner is 475 calories. My snacks, 475 calories. If I do that, I hit my calorie, um, my calorie goal. Did I exercise for 60 minutes? And did I have at least eight glasses of water? And now I added one. Did I do a successful fast? Meaning did I go 16 hours from the last time I ate the night before to whatever meal I ate. And if I do all those, my guess is I will lose weight. And so that's, that's what I'm doing. I also joined a step bet. We talked about this in the past Stepbet.com. I went in and you it's, it's what they do is they look at your Fitbit and, or whatever tracker you're using. And it says, all right, I'm going to here, here's your goal. So for me, it said, I've, I've looked at what you've been doing. Uh, four days a week, you have to do 7,000 steps. Two days a week, you have to do 10, 10,000 steps. And I have to do that for six weeks. And at the end of it, everybody, it's kind of like diet bed, only this is all on steps. And I, I saw the last time I did one about a year and a half ago, I actually won some money doing this. So it's incentivizing me to take the steps that keep me active. Um, the other thing I did is I bought a new treadmill. And I will talk about that in just a second. But 
The other thing I did, and if you're a logical loser, you can see this in the Facebook group, logical losers, go over to logicalloser.com is a private Facebook group. You can join for as little as a buck. And it's uh, it's a way to help keep the lights on here at the logical weight loss podcast. And I went in and you can do this in Google sheets. And I simply said, Hey, uh, here's, and again, I didn't make it for a year. Didn't, I made it for the month and I put in my target, I put in my current weight and I said, Hey, I want to lose a pound a week. Let's start off with a nice, super uh, achievable goal, which turns out to be like 0.14 pounds. And I, that way, every day I'm going to go in and say, this is what my scale said. And I'm going to be able to see, am I on target or not? And this will be one of the first things I do. Because then it's like, all right, today I need to bring it up just a bit. And that doesn't mean the days that when the scale goes down, I'm off to the ice cream parlor. But I I want to visually see how am I doing. So that's some of the things I'm doing to, quote, start over, to get re-energized and to stay focused. But I did buy a new treadmill. So I thought I'd tell you a little bit about that as I get ready to head out the door. I know we're going a little longer than usual. But here's the thing. I've always said the best exercise that you do is, uh, or the best exercise to do is the one that you do. And I tried a manual treadmill because they're really cheap. But in a nutshell, I, I just like a motorized treadmill better. And it didn't really bother me that I wasn't using my manual treadmill because I was just walking around outside. Well, guess what? It's Ohio. It's December. It's not walking around outside time kind of thing. So I thought about it and because this meant I was going to have to put it on a credit card and I hate using credit cards, but I was like, no, no, this is, I'm investing in me and I know this is something that's not going to sit and gather dust. So the one I bought uh, is from Horizon Fitness. You can get this at Amazon and I should point out, I've said in the past that I'm no longer an Amazon associate to be very careful what I say here, but I can say I am now as an Amazon associate. I earn from qualifying purchases, and that's all I'm going to say on that subject. Uh, but um, I'll have a link out in the show notes. And um, here's what I like about it, because I, I wanted, I didn't really care if it did the incline thing. I don't do that a whole lot, but I wanted a place for my iPad. And I was looking into these and uh, did a bunch of research on, and I wanted something to last because they're not cheap. And uh, this was on sale for $500. Holy cow, it's a lot of money. And uh, I think now they're back up to six. And uh, I think I, I got it at Dick's. It was on sale. But here's what I like about it. It's uh, got built-in Bluetooth speakers. That's cool because, again, kind of a nerd listening to podcasts on the treadmill. Uh, it's got built-in racks for the tablet. It's got a built-in USB charger. It's got this thing called Featherlight Folding, which basically has this little shock absorber. And I push a little button. And it just basically, it's kind of like a, you know, you see like on cars now where you wave your foot and the door closes. It's kind of what this does. It's actually really pretty cool. Uh, so I like that. I am also very proud to say it's super quiet. And I thought I've used it about a week now and it's still pretty quiet. Now it's not silent. Let's not be, you know, stupid, but it's quiet. So I like that because again, it's got built in Bluetooth speakers and uh, it works. Um, I'll never use this, but it can go up to 10 miles an hour. And it also does incline. And uh, so that's what I liked about it. So what do I think needs to be improved? Well, number one, they have a built-in fan that I am here to tell you is absolutely 100% worthless. So it's, it. I mean, you have to put your, your kind of hands on it 
to go, wait, is this, is this on? And it's not that quiet. So it's, you have a really, really quiet treadmill and then you turn the fan on and you're like, wait, what? So that's, that's worthless, but that's okay. I didn't buy it for the fan. And for the record, being six one, most fans on treadmills blow in my belly button. So that's not very helpful. Um, there, they say there are 40 different variations of programs that you can run, but the documentation, like they, they have this one I was using this morning for weight loss that does intermittent, like all of a sudden it'll go from three miles an hour up to five and then back down to three. And then that's kind of cool. It does it automatically. I don't have to do that. And there are all these other programs, but the documentation on how to choose which one is really, really poor. Uh, and I'm actually going to figure this out and probably make a video because I'm not the only person who's looking for this there. I, I see on some things they're like, Hey, because on their uh, website, it just says, look in the manual and you look in the manual and you're like, yeah, that's not helpful. Uh, some other things to know it's heavy. And by that, I mean, it's heavy. Uh, and while you can fold it up and drag it around, it's, it's very heavy. So wherever you're going to have this thing, uh, figure it out. Cause you're not going to want to move it. It's a two person job to move this thing around. Now, when you fold it up and things like that, yeah, but if you're actually going to move it to another room, you probably want to know. I mean, it's heavy. It's, again, and that's one of the things I liked about it. From what I read, the company that builds this is called Johnson, and it builds everything right there in their plant. They have all the parts, and uh, they build. It's not a case where, oh, we get the bearings from so-and-so, we get this from so-and-so, we get the motor from so No, this is all built in one place. And I read a couple different places and I just love it. So uh, if you're in the mood for a treadmill, go out again to logicalloss.com slash 371. And I'll have a link for the one that I bought. And uh, they do have, if I'd gone with the 202 model, um, they have some sort of app that allows you to get all the information that's on the treadmill, like how far you've gone, how many calories and things like that. And it shows up on your iPad. Yeah. For me, don't need that. I've got uh, I've got my Fitbit, got all that other stuff, and so I stuck with the somewhat uh, less expensive version, which is still exactly not what I would call less expensive. I did look at uh, Played Against Sports. I don't know if you have those where you live, which is just a place that sells used gear, and they're not cheap. They used to be really cheap, and now it's like, here's something that's been used for a year, and we've knocked it off by $10. And you're like, that's not really what I was looking for. So as we wrap things up, we want to visualize. We want to get visualization working here, and we want to use our ears as well. So let's think about what our negative voice sounds like, because we have one. It's in our head all the time. And then we want to think about giving that a name and giving it an actual image in our head so that we can say, look, pick your name. I'm calling mine Charlie. Get out of here. And when you see that person show up, go, what's going on right now that this person is in my head? And then when they say negative things to you, push back and say something positive about yourself because we want to retrain retrain our brain to lose those negative thoughts. We want to replace them. And uh, we've talked about that in the past. I'll have some links out to that again if you just go out to Logical Loss dot com slash three seven one. So thank you so much for tuning in. Hope you're having a great holiday season and uh just uh just don't give up. I realize right now it's really tough. We, I was at a thing tonight, big old plate of cookies and I'm like, nope, no thank you. Don't need it and it's hard to do. But you can do this and uh 
start off the new year in the right direction. And if you're listening to this sometime in the future and you're like, what are you talking about? It's July. Now is a really good time to also uh, take that negative voice, visualize it. And then when you're using things like MyFitnessPal and Lose It and all these other apps, go in and, and visually see what you're doing and keep track so that you don't have to wait. For me, I obviously wait till I get to 225. I'm not doing that anymore. Right now, I'm like, nope, I'm taking that. I feel right now that I'm 225, even though I'm at 219. So thanks so much for listening. I do deeply appreciate it. If you want to support the show, go over to LogicalLosers.com. You can join for as little as a dollar a month. And I'd like to have one more supporter every single month. And I think this month, it's you. LogicalLosers.com. Thanks so much. We'll see you again real soon with another episode of the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. Well, I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. If you're listening to this on a website, please consider subscribing to us for free on iTunes by going to LogicalLoss.com forward slash iTunes. You can contact me via email by sending an email to Dave at LogicalLoss.com or call in your comments toll free 888-563-3228. You can sign up for our free newsletter and participate in our forums at our website, which is LogicalLoss.com. Our theme music is courtesy of SkinnySongs.com. Thanks again for listening. You know, they say knowledge is power. Knowledge is only power when it's acted upon. You can do this. Live right. Lose weight. Live long. I just want to be thin. I don't deny it. Thin. I want to try it. Thin. But I can't buy it. Guess I'll have to do it. Die it then, not till you lie.